What's going on team? Fitzy here. Welcome to another episode of the Pursuit Podcast. Here we are. It is, stand by, 30th of March, Wednesday. Little hump day story, a little bit of hump day motivation, uh, a little bit of uh, hump day motivation at my expense. Um, that's what I'm here for, team. So uh, for those of you who have been who are on my personal social media, uh, at Fitzactual, you'll know that on the weekend, uh, I went hunting and it turned in, into a bit of a debacle, a bit of a, there was a, there's a few dilemmas along the way. So I kind of want to run you guys through, um, the, the weekend's activities. And then I'm going to tip out, excuse me, I want to tip out somewhere that, you know, the, the pros and cons, uh, the lessons learned, um, what I did well and what I need to work on for next time. Um, but it's one, it's one of those, it was, it was a really, really good reminder um, for me that um, if, you, if you don't sharpen the blade, it gets blunt. The other one is, is comfort causes complacency. Comfort causes complacency. And so I'll tip that out a little bit more uh, as we get into the podcast, but let's uh, let's let's get it running. So Friday, um, myself and Dave, aka at Flinlet Hunter, we were meant to be heading out um, on a bit of a bro hunt for his for his birthday. Was really looking forward to forward to it. Had all the gear prepped, had had my pack, good to go, um, and all the rest of it. Actually, reverse, I did not have my gear prepped. My gear was not good to go because earlier in the week he told me he he, he had got COVID. Um, and because of that, he wasn't going to be able to come. And so we have a lot going on right now with the Raid Ready program. So I thought, actually, this weekend, I'm just going to hook into the Raid Ready program um, because we're launching in two weeks' time. And so why not just put some, you know, a good amount of work into that this weekend instead? Cool. And, and I was locked in and I was set on that plan. And so I stand corrected. I did not have my gear good to go. Come Friday, um, I'd actually been working really, really hard this, uh, the, the last week and I was up to after midnight, uh, many nights. Um, and so come Friday, I was actually ready to, you know, drop the intensity um, and the work rate for a day because I, I actually was well on track. And I was kind of at a point, um, sometimes team, whatever you're working on, this is a bit of a side note, whatever you're working on, sometimes you just need to step away and just let it let it simmer, let it marinate, let it cook, and then come back to it. And that's kind of where I was at with the Raid Ready program. Um, we've been working on it for months now, um, and I was putting a lot of effort into the formatting, the design, um, and all the marketing and stuff behind it that's obviously required when you when you bring any any new product to market, is letting you guys know what's in it for you, why is this program any good, why do you want to get involved? Um, so I try to put a lot of time and effort into that to make sure I'm explaining that. But anyway, I was at the, at the marinating phase where it's like, okay, I've done a good body of work. I just need to now marinate on it and then come back and take a look at it with fresh eyes. So I was actually playing with the idea of going out on my first solo hunt. So for context sake, obviously, you know, I've done selection and, and you spend a good bit of time alone um, out in the bush and out in the trails and whatnot, but I've never gone out hunting and then stayed out um, on and, and, and ran it as a solo. I've always gone with a mate. And so it's been one of those things over, over the last couple of years that I've really been wanting to tick off is to go out um, and and run a successful solo. And so this uh, this trip was anything but that. But anyway, uh, we're, we're going to get we're going to get there. Um, and so you know, I jumped on the phone on Friday to Dave, and he, he kind of planted the seed. He, he he watered the seed that I'd actually already planted myself. Um, 
he watered the seed and said, you know, you should head out here, go for, go for a hunt. So I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Um, I've only been out there, I've been out there once or twice. Maybe it was once, can't remember. Maybe it was once, once or twice. I think I've been out there maybe once. I think it is once. But anyway, we've been out there once. Actually, I lie. I feel like I've been out there at least twice. Anyway, I haven't been out there a lot in the last couple of years. Um, so I don't know. I didn't actually, I don't actually know the area uh, that well. But after the seed was planted, I thought, you know what, fuck it. And so I, I smashed everything, um, all my kit into a into a into my pack. And this is a good takeaway here: is I now in the garage have uh, a gear a gear shelf, and on that shelf is almost everything I need to take hunting, from clothing, food, gas cooker, um, y- you know, um, camelbacks, all that good stuff that you need. Pretty much everything, med kit, like you name it um food water shelter warmth like all that stuff is on the shelf um so and one of those that one of the things that i am a true believer of is, is airing your gear out and letting your gear breathe and so for me i pretty much do strip my pack down every time i um i do come back from a mission um, or from a from a hunting trip um or a, even just an out, outdoor trip as i i do um have everything out on the shelf earing out um so it's not in my pack hidden in the darkness you know, growing mank and all sorts of shit. Um, probably my infantry career that taught me that. But anyway, so coffee break. Okay, so smashed the pack together, got everything in the car, got the gun ready, um, put everything in the truck, and I was off. Now, before I, I left, I did ask, I did ask, I did ask Dave, well, not blaming you, Dave, but uh, I did ask Dave, hey, mate, you know, there's been a lot of rain coming down. You reckon I should be heading up that river? Nah, it's not even a river, mate. It's a creek. <laughs> so anyway, we get out there, um, we get out there in good time and I've got about two hours of, um, two hours of, of, of daylight left and uh, make the assessment that normally, um as from 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 the homie dave it's about 45 minutes up the river um or up the creek um you get your boots a little bit wet but you'll be up to the turn off at about 45 minutes and then punch up another side creek and then you're into you know supreme hunting so my goal was pretty much to get up get in there have a look around and then bed down and then wake up and hunt uh first thing in the morning was realistically the goal wasn't really that worried about hunting um that afternoon i was more worried about getting into the area that i wanted to hunt okay so got to the car park you know getting my bloody my hunting boots on getting everything good to go um and you know i did make the assessment that at the car park the water was was moving um significantly faster than i remember it moving last time and there's a lot more noise coming from the water than last time um and i can also had had could see where <clears throat> in some cases where the water had actually eaten away at some of the terrain and so obviously to be able to do that it had to be a uh previously higher um and and b it's obviously got to be moving at speed for it to start you know ripping and eating away at the banks anyway um so i did get to the fork in the road which we often do in life um which is great you know you get to the fork in the road and you've got to make a decision am i going left or am i going right it's a great metaphor for life um what i should have done here was i should have taken an extra minute to really think about my route up and what i had just seen as i crossed the creek for the first time 
if I had done that and realistically thought in my heart of hearts out here solo. Now, this is a real different point. Um, and again, it's one of those things where it's, it's, it's uh, comfort causes complacency is again, like when, I, when you're in the military, when you're constantly being put under stress and you're being put in these positions and, you know, you go through, you go through selection um, and, and you're, you're always making decisions on your own and it's just, you're, a, you're, you're a lone wolf and blah, 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 blah. Um, but then often, you know, when you don't go out and do this stuff or you're, or you're constantly in a team or you constantly have someone else, you get used to bouncing ideas off other people and it becomes a really easy way to make decisions because there's a bit of uh, joint investment from both both people and it is just a great way. You know, I do enjoy um, that is the power of a team is you get to sit there and go, okay, cool, I think we should do this. This is my this is my reasoning. And then someone can come and go, yep, I agree we should do that because this is my reasoning. Or they should go, no, I think we should do this because of, x because of y but anyway i just made a real hasty decision um and it was just i placed self-induced pressure on myself to get to where i wanted to get to before last light and so i guess that did add like an element of pressure you know it's really interesting to to tip these things out um once you've you know once you've been through it once you've had that experience is to, is to, to take back and, and just really like take a look at yourself and like ask yourself you know how did I do? What could I do better? And I think that is the pursuit of excellence. And the good thing with me is it's just how I'm wired. Like I will always, no matter what experience I had, I will always, even if it was a great hunt or it was a great mission or whatever, I always think, hmm, I should have done this differently. I should have packed my kit this way. I should have brought this piece of kit. I should have left this piece of kit behind. Uh, it's probably the blessing and the curse of the unit, but it's just literally how I'm wired. So hence we're doing this and I'm doing it. Um, with you guys, so I hope some of you who may be, um, you know, less confident in the bush, less confident in getting out of there, maybe I can give you some top tips that save you a little bit of heartache along the way. But the the thing is, is when you go out in the bush and then especially into the, you know, the synonymous, uh, the Ruahinis and all the likes, like you're gonna you're gonna be getting uncomfortable. You're gonna be, you know, you're gonna be in situations that just require you just to to have a bit of fucking mutton and just fucking get up the hill, you know, smash through the bush get through the supple jack and just fucking get on with it. And that sometimes, you know, I guess probably what's why a lot of people uh, don't like going into the bush. But anyway, so I ended up, you know, sticking sticking with Dave's advice and, and decided that I was going to push up the river. Now, there was, once we started pushing up the river, I quickly understood that the river uh, was not in the same condition as I, because as, I'm pretty sure I've been up it once before, um, a good few years ago now. Um, the river was not in the same condition where we, I remember we walked up it and it was, it was, it was peanuts. Um, but this time everywhere that I went to cross, I just couldn't cross everywhere. I went to cross, I couldn't cross. And this was the theme of my day. Um, and I, I was, so at this point now, we're literally constantly trying to find a place to cross the river. This is eating up precious time. Like this is eating up a lot of time. And then because I'm, you know, coming off the, the beaten track and I'm trying to find uh, unique areas or new areas to cross the river, I'm having to do a lot of bush bashing um, and I'm getting attacked by fucking supplejack. I'm getting attacked by closed bush and vegetation. I'm getting a, a, attacked by fucking stinging needle. And it was just, it, it was just one of those moments where it was just like very quickly within one hour of leaving the truck, I was already thinking this is turning into a bit of a fucking nightmare. At that point there, in hindsight, hindsight is a beautiful thing. I should have turned around and gone, fuck it. I'm actually just going to go, today's mission is to get up on top of the ridge and then we'll hunt tomorrow. At least I have the high ground. 
that's what I would do if I was going to do that again. Hindsight, I should have gone right. The river's up. It's fucking no good. I should have turned around, gone back, and, and, and worked my way up the ridge and gone that route. But I didn't do that. I thought, nah, I'm fucking sticking to my guns. I'm sure there's going to be some bad patches, but I reckon up the river, there's definitely going to be some areas where I can easily cross, get over to the other side, and then if I deem the river still too high, then I'm just going to beeline it, bush bash up a spur and get on top of the ridge. For about an hour and a half, I scrapped my way through the bush, clambering up some pretty steep terrain. Um, I had a, a lot of gnarly experiences with the ground just being extremely wet um, and extremely steep. And then, you know, if you make a wrong move, there was a few few areas where it was like I could be definitely sliding my way down into a pretty fast-moving creek slash river, um, which was probably potentially um, – the beginning of my demise <laughs> so it was starting to get a little bit hairy and it was pretty dangerous out there you know i did try to cross the river a few times um and i'd get halfway across and the, the further i got in, in, into the river or the the creek is the the more intense the speed of of, of the water was felt like you know, there was a few times where i actually started to feel like a lot of weight pushing me and i was at the point where it's like if I if this increases much more, I'm probably going to lose my balance and get pushed over here. Um, and then if I do, I've got rifle pack in fast moving water. That's not a good recipe for staying alive. So I decided to stay on the left hand side of the river and that I was going to sidle around. Um, during that, I ended up tweaking my back. And again, at this point here, I had put so much work and effort into getting this far that I probably should have turned around here, but I didn't. Again, hindsight's a great thing. And I didn't think that, I thought, yeah, I'll tweak that. It's just a bit annoying. It's not that bad. Um, I ended up stopping, taking some uh, Patadol, taking some Brufin, and then and then cracking on. Um, it, was, it was probably one of those things as well, you know, where like one, when you initially do something, you don't, you don't think it's as bad as it's going to be. Um, and then the other thing is, is like, we're, we're only... We just left, you know, an hour and a half ago or somewhat. We've only just left the bloody truck. You know, I, you, don't, you don't really want to turn around now. And then, you know, before you know it, you, you sleep, you're sleeping at the truck or you're driving home. You know, like the first solo hunting mission I go on, I don't even get to get out there and, and hunt. So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to push on, take some pain relief and then crack on. Um, after a day of pretty much defeat at every turn, trying to execute multiple different plans so it went from i'm going to find a, a place to cross it then moved into okay we're probably not going to be able to cross this river anytime soon let's just keep sidling along until we hit the creek and then you know we'll bang up the creek that way you know like we're not going to bother crisscrossing over the river and then again I, i'm pretty sure at some point i thought no it's actually really dangerous out here that you know there'd been a lot of rain um there's a lot of water damage down in the valley and i could actually see that the water levels had been higher and so i was starting to think now and make an assessment like if <clears throat> if the rain comes in this water level could rise once again and it actually you could see where the water had risen to before i thought that man that makes things really really dangerous out here um so that that at that point there i decided we're probably more more than likely we're just going to harbour up for the night, 
be down for the night and then we're going to fucking make our way back tomorrow. And so that's pretty much what we did. I, I got to the point where, you know, I could have kept walking on, 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 on a headlamp, but I didn't. I decided, nah, we'll bed down for the night. Um, we'll get some food in me, we'll get a good sleep, and then we'll see how we are in the morning, and then we'll attack it again. And so, you know, again, this is this is the, this here kind of highlights a few things that I that I that I always like to kind of take out in my pack, um, and especially if I'm running solo, that you damn right, these things are going to be in my pack. So, the the thing is, is when you take the right gear. And I took some of the right, I took a lot of the right gear, but then there's a few key pieces of kit that I didn't take that I will definitely be taking next time. Um, when you take the right gear, even if you go out on a mission like this, at any time I knew, and this is why I keep pushing, okay? Some of you might have been thinking like, oh, you're an idiot, you should have you you turned around. But like, I'll just explain it to you now. It's not, once you've been in the unit for a period of time, or, you, we, or even if, just, if you've been in the infantry for a period of time, it's not in our nature to turn around and fucking call it quits when it gets hard. We've been in many scenarios where it gets fucking hard and there is no option to fucking turn it off, to quit, to turn back. You have to keep going. So for those of you thinking like, oh, you should have just turned around. I should have just turned around, but it's not in my fucking nature. My nature is to fucking push on to keep fucking smashing. But we learned some fucking lessons this trip. Okay, so we set up. This is a, this is the thing, right? We when you, When you've got the right kit, I knew getting back on track when when you've when you've got everything you need to survive comfortably out in the bush i knew that i could push as hard for as long as i needed to and no matter what happened i can always stop at any point and set up camp and a really comfortable camp as well and so uh, a couple of key items that i definitely recommend if you don't have that you look into so one of them is a bivy bag some people go into the bush with a naked sleeping bag for me, and my from my military experience, I have never deployed anywhere with a fucking mission or expedition. I have never deployed anywhere with a naked sleeping bag. Every time I take a sleeping bag, it is inside a bivy bag. A bivy bag essentially is a is a, is a waterproof um, is a waterproof outer for your sleeping bag. So even if I didn't have a shelter, I could literally jump in my bivy in my sleeping bag zip the bivy up you know a good a good amount and then just literally hunker in under a bush and i'm good to go the other thing is is like if you're in a super survival scenario um say there's two of you you know uh, and you both can't fit in the sleeping bag for whatever reason you know one of you can get in the fucking sleeping bag um and another one fully dressed in all their warm kit and all their clothes, dry clothes, can then literally jump in the bivy bag and fucking survive in that. So again, the a bivy is a, is a is a fucking survival tool. Uh, the next thing is is a, is my hoochie or a fly. Um, again, it was pretty wet out there. But again, when you when you you know when you get to a location and you think right, we're going to call it for the night, we're going to set up camp. If you, if, if you can shelter yourself from the elements as much as possible, your chances of uh, surviving are higher. And it's not just, uh, you know, keeping the rain off you. If you think about like in a survival scenario, you've probably had a physically and mentally exhausting day um, or period of time 
if you don't have a, a, a hoochie or a fly and you're out in the elements and now you're getting, it's the end of the day and it's now going into nighttime and you, you, you can't get out of the elements. You're still in the middle of the night sitting down in the pouring rain and fucking the raindrops are sitting there dropping all on your head and all your gears getting wet. And now your pack soaked and your boots are soaked and your gun soaked and everything is fucking soaked. Your chances of survival start to dwindle as your morale, as your physical condition, as your mental condition starts to degrade. Um, so being as comfortable as possible is really important. And, 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 and a fly uh, really does help to do that. And again, I take out my gas cooker. So no matter how hard I've worked at the end of the day or when, when you get a moment, you can stop. You can have a hot brew, you can get a hot feed in you, and that does absolute wonders for your morale, which obviously does wonders for your decision-making. And so I was really like happy with my camp that night. I put up the hoochie, which is a fly for those of you non-military uh, guys and girls. So I put up my hoochie, you know, got out my sleeping bag, my bivy bag, I got out the gas cooker, and we just relaxed and chilled and, 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 and just sat there and thought about the day, what happened, lessons learned, all the fucking stupid decisions I made um, and, and and some of the things that, that I overlooked coming out hastily and not really doing appropriate battle prep. And so <clears throat> pretty much went to sleep that night, woke up a shit ton from my back and my back just got worse throughout the night, woke up in the morning, could not, could not sit up. Um, I could not sit up. I literally, you know, crawled out of my hoochie to take my morning slash by the time i'd finished taking my morning slash i literally just like collapsed back in under under my hoochie and was just lying there thinking how the fuck do i get out of here today so i rolled over to my pack pulled out a bunch of drugs took some brufin took some pain relief and just on my side made a coffee um, and was just sitting there thinking, how the fuck do we get out of here today? And I just made the decision. I don't give a, you know, I don't give a fuck how slowly I get out of here today. I'm getting out of here. Um, and so at that point there, I made the decision to get dressed, to put my clothes on and just to start trying to limber up the body. Now, the first five minutes of walking around the hill was extremely painful when I try to walk up the hill to get reception. So again, another thing was by advice, I believe I potentially would have some reception in there. Um, <laughs> we had no reception in their team. We didn't have a bar of reception from the moment I stepped off. Um, again, I just needed, needed to have done better battle prep uh, going into an area um, that I wasn't too familiar with myself. Um, anyway, so I had no reception, tried to walk up the hill. My back was absolutely spanked in. And I just thought, if I lay here today and just bed down here again today, one, I'm going to have another shitty sleep. Two, I'm going to wake up tomorrow with less energy, less motivation, potentially. Um, and I'm still going to be in the same condition. I'm not going to be any better off. So I'm just going to be in here for another day. And I'm going to wake up tomorrow in no better position. So why not just walk out today? And so at that point there, I literally decided to just pack up my pack. And during that time, I believe my pack, my back would start to warm up a little bit. Um, as we all know with sore backs, the saying goes, don't take a sore back lying down. Um, and by the time I, I had everything packed up, put my pack on, said a prayer to God um, to give me the strength to get out of there with a back that was that fucking 
painful. Um, my back was somewhat okay. Um, and within five minutes of walking, um, I went from literally not being able to sit up in the morning to, holy shit, I can walk and we're going to get out of here just fine today. Had a few moments throughout. Um, we were really battling up some steep terrain. Um, there was still a few areas where like there is no option but to scale up some pretty fucking steep terrain. Um, scrambling up on hands and knees, using the you know using trees to pull yourself up and all sorts of good stuff, and using actually using the supple jack like a fucking climbing rope. And <laughs> there's some pretty hairy moments out there, uh, but it was character building. And so you know, chipped away a couple of hours. I was back at the truck. Okay, so. There's some real good lessons here for you guys. And, you know, it'd be easy for me to tuck those lessons away and tuck this trip away and just go, fuck, I'm never going to tell anybody about that, you know. But I think uh, it's that doesn't benefit anyone. It doesn't benefit me. It, you know, it benefits me to have the the, the humor because it is kind of funny in hindsight uh, and, and, the, and the humility to tip out, you know, to tip out this trip. One, it was good. You know, I got it back out there and turned into a more of a, a, a battle of, you know, a, a, a bit of a battle of the mind. Um, and for anyone who's hunted in the Ruahinis and you're in an area that is just absolutely savaged by supplejack, supplejack is like bush vine, for those of you who don't know, um, there's vines all through the bush and it's just like a fucking bird's nest in there. It's a nightmare. You've got to crawl under it. You've got to go through it. It catches on your rifle. It catches on your pack. It catches on fucking everything. And it's just an absolute mind fucking. So again, I learned to, I'm taking some sick of tears in there next time and I'm just going to be cut my way through the whole thing. But anyway, so... Again, I could have tucked this mission away, but I didn't want to. I uh, want to wrap this up at 30 minutes. I didn't want to because I think there's a lot here, especially even if you are you know, someone who's been hunting a long time or you've been in the bush a long time. Maybe the last couple of years you haven't been out for a while um, or as much as you, as you normally do, and maybe a bit of complacency has crept in on you, and this might, might be a good reminder uh, for you to not be complacent. But So the first lesson, um, you know, the biggest lesson here is battle prep. Make sure your shit squared away. Okay, so I didn't have any reception. Therefore, the apps on my phone were fucking rent for navigation were rendered useless. And so I was pretty much just navigating off the land, which, you know, it, it can be done. It's good. And it's good to be, to be able to be comfortable enough to do that. But at the same time, it's not fucking ideal. You know, there's definitely times throughout the day where I'm like, I wonder where I am in relation to this turnoff. And I had fucking no idea. I had no idea where I was in relation to the turnoff because I thought, fuck, I'll just jump on my app um you know once we get going and then bob's your uncle well we got up there and we fucking got no reception so now the apps are re rendered negligible the other thing was i actually injured myself out in the bush um and with no reception i had no way to communicate that to anybody so most people are just going to go fuck it's fitzy he'll be fine you know he'll be out in a couple of days what if i had really injured myself couldn't move for days um it wouldn't have been good and so that's where i'm going to be buying a garment in reach uh one to make sure i've got a um another source of navigation but to also make sure i've got satellite communication if i'm in an area without satellite coverage contingency planning that's the next one um again you know okay cool i'm going to navigate using the the app on my phone what if what if your phone goes down what if uh, you drop your phone lose your phone what if you have no reception what if your app decides to fucking unload itself like mine did as well um then you need a contingency plan and that's a that's a gps um and then after that contingency plan what's the next one probably mapping compass eh? so going back to those you know those pillars that we're taught in the military that we're taught in the army and that i've known many times one is fucking none literally when i was planning a mission or or a training scenario that is literally how it roll one is none two is one that's literally 
the fucking mindset I lived by for years. Um, and, I, and I didn't apply that here. I was just too confident, thought that I was going to be going, you know, for a quick little, you know, off track hunt. Um, but, you know, this is literally in uh, uh, NZ Survival Academy. Um, you know, they did a, a survival blog for us in, in the beginning. He tips out and it is most survival scenarios happen with within a very close distance to a population and b main uh well-formed tracks and roads it is not always the back country off more often than not it is not the back country it is just off the beaten track where these survival scenarios um where these survival scenarios unfold and the last one is mental toughness you know if you don't if you're not out there getting out of your comfort zone um quite consistently in different ways you know that's like there's a mental toughness for the military. There's a mental toughness for business, you know. Um, in business, I've definitely found there's a, there's a type of mental toughness that I believe not a lot of people can handle. Um, and, I've, and I've felt that pressure before with business. It's very different, but it's a, it, it requires mental toughness. And then there's a different, different mental toughness to be out in the backcountry getting after it, scrapping supplejack, you know, having a lot of uncontrollables and, you know, making decisions on your own. Um, and so for me, um it's a it's been a great motivator i'm actually really excited to get back out there one yes with the boys uh with day for the for the raw trip but i'm also this year now going to put a shitload more effort into getting out there um on my own and doing a lot more solos and with that i'm going to be doing a video um on what what i take um and then also i'll show you the garment and everything that, that i'm that i'm going to be purchasing um so for those of you you know, in your beginning stages, I'm going to show you what to take in your pack. Um, and then I'm also going to start recording more of my solo missions um, and maybe break down some of my decision-making processes processes while I'm out there. But uh, again, all in all, um, it was good to get back out there and, and a good good wake-up call uh, to take the backcountry uh, seriously. Anyway, team, this is Fitzy. Hope you enjoyed this one. Out.